1: Welcome back to another very special, a very special episode of the I Stay Woke podcast. I'm Jay, and I would like to once again thank you for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. You are the reason I do this. And guys, I'm very excited for this one. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my, if not, one of my favorite movies ever. Today we're gonna be talking about The Matrix. And how how it can help us become our best version ever. Now, The Matrix came out in 1999, I wanna say in March. And it stars Keanu Reeves as Neo, Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus, Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity, and it was written by Sophia Stewart, which we will get into a bit later. Now, what I love about The Matrix is on top of it being such a great action movie, but what I love about it is the message behind it and what it represents. And learning about who wrote it, and when it was written, just absolutely blows my mind. Now, a big message of the movie is to free your mind. Morpheus is trying to free Neo's mind. He explains to him exactly what the Matrix is. But before we get there, obviously, the movie starts with Neo being asleep at his computer. He gets woken up by Wake Up Neo written on his screen. The Matrix has you. Follow the White Rabbit. Knock, knock, Neo. Then there's a knock at his door goes to the door, exchanges some computer disk for money. We learn he's a a hacker. They notice he's a little more pale than he normally seems to be. They invite him out to the club. He refuses until he sees the white rabbit on the shoulder of the girl that's with the guy he's doing business with. So he decides to go. Goes to the nightclub and that's where he meets Trinity.
0: What? I just thought um, you were a guy.
2: Most guys do. That was you on my computer. How did you do that?
0: Right now, all I can tell you is that you're in danger. I brought you here to warn you. What? They're watching you, Leo. Who is? He's just listening. I know why you're here, Neil.
2: I know what you've been doing. I know why you hardly sleep, why you live
0: alone, and why night after night you sit at your computer. You're looking for him. I know because I was once looking for the same thing. And when he found me, he told me I wasn't really looking for him. I was looking for an answer. It's the question. That drives us. Longer. It's the question that brought you here. You know the question. Just as I did. What is the Matrix? The answer is out there. It's looking for you. And it will find you. If you want it to.
1: What is the Matrix? That is the question. Now, the meaning of the word matrix is mother's womb. It's a Latin word. And if I'm not mistaken, it's in the Bible like five times. I don't know if that means anything, but just figured i it throw that in there. So now, Neo meets Trinity. He's starting to understand the deal. She basically said, you know, I know you've been searching for him, which they're talking about Morpheus, so that leads us into his first actual interaction with Morpheus. and he sees agents. that was his first interaction with Morpheus, and he's basically trying to explain to him that they're about to catch him, they're watching, they're looking for him, and he's trying to get him out. Now, he tries to get Neo, which is Thomas Anderson at the time, to climb out of the roof on a scaffold. He wasn't having it. They get him, they interrogate him, they basically show him that it's not what he thinks it is. It's not a normal interrogation. They bring him in, they tell him, we know you live two lives, by day you're Thomas Anderson, computer programmer for... A reputable company and at night he's the hacker known as Neo. So what they're basically trying to do is get information out of him to find Morpheus. Neo flicks him the bird, asks for his phone call. They literally glue his mouth shut, literally glue his mouth shut to show the powers that they have. The powers that be. Oh, this is such a great movie. So now at this point, Neo doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know about the powers he possesses. Just like us. We all have these amazing powers and abilities. But we forgot. Our memories were wiped. Imagine that. Imagine being a powerful billionaire, but you just have amnesia, <laughs> you know, if we remember who we, who we are, not even the sky is the limit. So back to the movie, Neo wakes up in his bed to a phone call from Morpheus, and that's when Neo first hears that he is the one. So now at this point, he's meeting up with Trinity and the rest of the team to take him to Morpheus. When Neo gets into the car, the first thing they do is they remove the bug that the agents put in him when they captured him at his job, which was obviously a tracking device. So once they get that out of him, it's funny because Neo says, Jesus Christ, is that real? That's something that they do in this movie a lot as well, a lot of Jesus Christ uh, references. We'll get to that later.
3: Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong. With don't know what it is, but it's there, like a splinter in your mind, driving you mad. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church.
1: that's deep. Let's get into that for a second. A prison for your mind that you cannot see or smell. You may be thinking, what the heck's he talking about? Basically, my interpretation is the matrix is a simulation that can manipulate one one's mind to feel, and we're not, we're basically not living out our lives. Now, that goes into what I try to talk about, where if we can really understand that we're not as in control of our own thoughts as you may think we are and if we realize that and get back into control of these thoughts we would be able to write a much better story for ourselves than the ones that we're currently playing that we call our lives this whole movie Neo is the one he is the one that We'll defeat the machines. We'll defeat the agents. He just doesn't know it. He doesn't know the power he possesses. And that's just like all of us. We don't know the power we possess. And I'm with you guys on this journey because I'm far from reaching my potential. I'm as new to this journey as you are. Well, not necessarily that new because I am awoke and I do know that I do know things. (laughs) Now back to the movie, so basically at this point Neo goes into the room, they strap him onto this machine and that machine allows him to pinpoint his location so they can pull him from the matrix. And now, that's the whole process that you see. He wakes up in a cocoon, I guess you can call it, where he's in liquid, and he realizes that his whole life was nothing but a dream. And in reality, what he thought was 1999, it's really about 200 years into the future and the machines have found a way because there's no more sun for the energy source, the machines found a way to continue to rule over man by using humans as energy. So the same way our light source and our energy source is the sun, we are the machine's energy source. So now this is basically Neo's rebirth. So at this point, he's starting to wake, to wake up. He still is not fully awake. He still has a lot of questions. He's not a believer yet. But he did take the red pill and he is following the steps. Okay, so at this point, They have Neo, he's fully reborn. They're also getting his muscles strong again because obviously his muscles atrophied. And um, they're just basically rebuilding him up. And he asks Morpheus, am I dead? Morpheus says, you're actually far from it. Something else I thought was pretty neat was when Neo asked Morpheus, why are his eyes burning? and that's because Morpheus said because you've never used them. I thought that was pretty deep. Okay, so at this point they rebuild Neo's muscles back up and now it's time to get him more up to speed.
3: This is the Construct. It's our loading program. We can load anything from clothing to equipment, weapons, training simulations anything we need right now we're inside a computer program is it really so hard to believe your clothes are different the plugs in your arms and head are gone your hair has changed your appearance now is what we call residual self-image it is the mental projection of your digital self this this isn't real. What is real whats real? How do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. This is the world that you know. The world as it was at the end of the 20th century. Exists now only as part of a neural interactive simulation that we call the matrix.
1: Now that's pretty deep. The world as we know it today is really a computer program. And in all reality, we're really in ruins. kind of tough. A lot to swallow. Now at this point Neo is still, you know, he's not fully on board and he's starting to freak out just a little bit. When Morpheus tells him this. We have-
3: consciousness that spawned an entire race of machines. We don't know who struck first, us or them, but we know that it was us that scorched the sky. At the time, they were dependent on solar power, and it was believed that they would be unable to survive without an energy source as abundant as the sun. Throughout human history, we have been dependent on machines to survive. Fate, it seems, is not without a sense of irony. The human body generates more bioelectricity than a 120 volt battery and over 25,000 BTUs of body heat. Combined with a form of fusion, the machines had found all the energy they would ever need.
1: Okay, so now at this point, Neo is absolutely freaking out. He does not believe it. He's not going to accept it. He wants out. Again, he was... They were waking him up too too soon. And that goes for a lot of people today who, you know, a lot of people aren't ready to be woken up. And it doesn't mean anything bad, you know? But if you know the truth, things just make more sense. When you know the truth, you don't fall for certain things you used to fall for. And you can spend your time focusing on other things, more productive things. So now at this point, back to the movie. Neo basically almost goes into cardiac arrest, winds up throwing up. They take him to his room. He wakes up, talks to Morpheus, and basically asks him, is it too late to go back? And Morpheus says it is, but if you could go back, would you really want to? I thought that was deep. If you know the truth, why go back to living a lie? Makes no sense. A lot of us have to ask ourselves that question. Why live a lie? Okay, so now at this point, Morpheus basically has another Neo-You-Are-The-One speech. Tells him to get his rest. He wakes up the next morning. And now it's time for him to go into training. He meets Tank, who's one of the operators. And Tank basically lets him know, you know, it's an honor to meet you. If what Morpheus is saying is correct, man, these are some exciting times to be alive. And uh, basically tells him that, you know, he's going to be very tired tonight after the training they go through. So now, Tank gets him set up on some combat training. So now at this point, they're literally downloading files into Neo's brain, and it's teaching him how to fight, how to fight. It's teaching him jujitsu, it's teaching him taekwondo, it's teaching him kung fu, drunken boxing, everything you can think of. Now something that's quite interesting to me on that point is this movie was written in 1981, between 1981 and 1984, if I'm not mistaken. and. When she wrote this movie, she was able to see almost 20 years into the future and be able to tap into what we would be going through now. Who knew in the 80s that they were going to have ways to download programs? That's very interesting. And again, it shows we are special. We can create. We have the ability with our minds to create whatever we want. So back to the movie, they're downloading all these, pro- all these uh, programs into Neo's brain and he's like a machine, 10 hours straight of just straight combat training and just learning everything he needs to learn. It's also the first time we hear about the city of Zion, which is the last human city, which is down deep uh, under the Earth's core where it's still warm. And if the war was over tomorrow, that's where the party would be, in Zion. So basically, man, that's so deep. So this is taking place simultaneously in the past, present, and future, which I'll explain in a little bit. Okay, so now Morpheus checks in to see how Neo's progress is going. And, you know, Tang basically explains how he's an animal. He's absorbing so much information. Neo sees Morpheus and tells him that he knows Kung Fu. Morpheus tells him to show him. So now they're sparring, and um, Morpheus is getting the best of Neo, and Neo is just as equipped as Morpheus is, he's just not believing. Back into the beliefs, guys. You have to believe, you have to act as if. So the whole time, they're fighting, they're fighting out. You know, Neo's no slouch, he's holding his own, but he's just not getting the best of Morpheus. Morpheus is getting the best of him. And so Morpheus asks him you know why am I winning and then Neo says oh it's you know you're faster and he's like do you think my muscles have anything to do with it you're stronger than this you're faster than this don't believe it know it goes back to what I was saying in the other episode there's a difference between believing and knowing truth is end of the story it's the truth there's no way around it it's obsolete You can believe something, or you can know something. So basically, Morpheus is trying to bring it out of him. I want you to know who you are. I want you to know your capabilities. I want you to know your powers, so you can become the person we need you to become to save the world. It's awesome. Now Morpheus takes Neo to a another computer program on the top of a roof, and basically tries to get him to jump from one roof to the next building, to the roof of the next building, which is hundreds of feet away. So Morpheus does it in one leap, basically tells him free his mind, clear his mind of any fears or doubts, and just do it. Now the other guys are in the, uh, you know, back at headquarters looking on and they're saying, you know, nobody gets it on his first jump. What if he does? What if he doesn't? Does it mean he's the one? Does it mean it's not? He's, it, it doesn't mean he's not the one? And they said it absolutely means nothing. Everybody fails the first time. Neil still fails the first time, so he still has not fully yet believed. He's not, believe, he's not believing the fact that he is the one. He still needs convincing. It's the point I'm trying to make. He's still seeing everything. It's worse because, like, with us, it's hidden in plain sight. So I can understand how people cannot see certain symbols and not see certain messages. But to ha- to be let in on the secret and still not see it is mind-boggling to me and that just shows me how hard, is, how hard it's going to be to wake people up. Not that that's my job to do so, but if I can help you become your best version, I can go to sleep happy. Now, with Neo still needing some you know, some convincing, Morpheus continues to explain what is The Matrix.
0: The
3: Matrix is a system, Neil. That system is our enemy. When you're inside, you look around, what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters, the very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system, and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it.
1: Is that you? Are
3: you to me, Neo? Or are you looking at the woman in the red dress? I was, look again.
1: He looks back, and it's an agent pointing a gun at his face.
3: training program designed to teach you one thing. If you are not one of us, you are one of them. What are they? Sentient programs. They can move in and out of any software still hardwired to their system. That means that anyone we haven't unplugged is potentially an agent. Inside the Matrix, they are everyone, and they are no one. We have survived by hiding from them, by running from them. But they are the gatekeepers. They are guarding all the doors, they are holding all the keys, which means that sooner or later, someone is going to have to fight them. Someone? I won't lie to you, Neil. Every single man or woman who has stood their ground, everyone who has fought an agent has died. But where they have failed, you will succeed. Why? I've seen an agent punch through a concrete wall. Men have emptied entire clips at them and hit nothing but air. Yet their strength and their speed are still based in a world that is built on rules. Because of that, they will never be as strong or as fast as you can be.
0: What are you trying to tell me? That I can dodge bullets?
3: No, Neo. I'm trying to tell you that when you're ready, you won't have to.
1: Boom. So much was just said. So basically, Morpheus was saying how the Matrix is a system, and that system is our enemy. He also goes on to say how. So many people are so hopelessly dependent on the system that they would fight to protect it. And that's funny, that brings me up, um, That reminds me of this meme I saw about the Mr. Smith effect. And it goes on, it says this. In the movie The Matrix, Mr. Smith has the ability to enter anybody at any time. And of course, this often occurs when The Matrix is threatened by Neo. The scenario is a reflection of our real world. For example, you're down at the coffee shop having a conversation with a friend and everything is fine until you mention something like the earth is flat. Now watch what happens. Up pops Mr. Smith to replace the person you were just having a conversation with to attack you because all truths threaten the Matrix. The Matrix programmed into most people in their youth and because of this Mr. Smith programming, quote unquote, these people become guardians of the matrix, protectors of the code, police of the mind control, and forces of the indoctrination, which holds together our false concept of reality like super glue. That's, that's, that's deep. It just puts things into perspective for you. Don't take everything so literally. But I know I've had many conversations where you mentioned something that you know, the popular, anything that goes against popular opinion, popular beliefs, they take your head off for it. Before even thinking about it, before even researching it, before connecting dots, they just write you off automatically and they get upset. They get upset when you question. Think about that. Now, back to the movie. So now, Morpheus takes Neo to see the Oracle. The Oracle knows everything. The Oracle knows the future. The Oracle is actually... The character of the Oracle is was made by the creator, Sophia Stewart. So, that's her in the movie. Not the actress that plays her, but that's her character. That's the way she puts her stamp, like, you know, that's her cameo in her film, sort of like what Stan Lee does in the Marvel films. So now, Morpheus, Morpheus takes Neo to see the Oracle because the Oracle told Morpheus that he would find the One. And he also told Trinity that she would fall in love with the One. So here it is.
2: You're cuter than I thought. I can see why she likes you. Who? Not too bright, though. You know why Morpheus brought you to see me. So, what do you think? Do you think you are the one? Honestly, I don't know. You know what that means? latin means know thyself i'm gonna let you in on a little secret being the one is just like being in love no one can tell you you're in love you just know it through and through balls to bones well your mouth, say ah. Ah. Okay. I'm supposed to say, hmm, that's interesting, but then you say. But what? But you already know what I'm going to tell. I'm not the one. Sorry, kid. You got the gift. But it looks like you're waiting for something.
1: So basically, from what I get from it, he's the one. He just doesn't believe it. And if he doesn't believe it, what are we talking about here? Now, let's pause from the movie for a second. A lot of us do that to ourselves. We do not give ourselves enough credit. We beat ourselves up more than build ourselves up. We do not believe that we can be anything we want to be. We let society bring us down. We let people's beliefs bring us down. We let our own insecurities bring us down. But what is it doing for us? I'm a firm believer that the secret to life is just remembering who we are. Realizing our our abilities and tapping back into that. So we can all live our best lives yet. And break out of the mold that the world wants us to, to live in. She's basically telling him he's not believing in himself, and until he does, he will not know in his heart that he is the one. So she's basically telling him what he needs to hear. But since he's not believing, he pretty much believes that she just told him he wasn't the one. She also tells him that there's going to come a point in time where he's going to have to make a decision. That Morpheus' belief that Neo is the one is going to force him to risk his own life to save Neo's. And then Neo's going to have to make a choice whether to save his life or to save Morpheus' life. Now, me already seeing the movie and, you know, the Oracle already knowing what's going to happen. He's either going to have to believe in himself or Morpheus is going to have to die. And that's when he's going to realize he is the one. So while they were going on their mission to meet the Oracle, there's a character in the movie named Cypher who has basically betrayed his team in order to reinsert himself back into the Matrix because the guy hates the fact that he swallowed the red pill. So he's working with the agents to bring Morpheus and Neo down, unbeknownst, obviously, to the, to the team. Now, I, don't, I didn't mention Cypher until now because I just found out that Cypher wasn't a character that the creator of The Matrix wrote in to the movie. It was written in by the people who claimed to have written the movies. But he is a part in the movie, so I have to bring him up now. Cypher basically gives up the location to where the team is going to be and that causes a few of his teammates to die. Mouse loses his life and then Morpheus obviously goes in and risks his life to save Neo's because Neo is the one and he's really the one that's more important. And he tells Trinity to get Neo and the rest of the team out of there. So they get out and now Morpheus is held captive. Now they go back and Neo is starting to wake up. Neo realizes that there's only two options. They unplug Morpheus and kill him and save him from hours and hours of torture, while they try to break his mind, to figure out where the codes to the Zion mainframe are. But this is where Neo has to realize he is the one, he has to start believing. So he loads up weapons, Trinity is gonna join him, and they realize they're not gonna unplug Morpheus. Neo is going to rescue him. And there's a part in the movie where Trinity says, Neo, this has never been done before. And Nioh tells her, that's why I know it's going to work. Boom. He's starting to believe. Now, as he's starting to believe, he's going to realize a lot more things are coming to him. Catch my drift? Once we start to believe who we are and the powers that we have, and we start acting as if we already know we have it, it comes to us. It's the law of attraction. Becoming our best version. That's what we're aiming to do here. So now at this point, Neo is going to rescue Morpheus from the agents. Now what happens next is arguably one of the better shoot 'em up fight scenes that I've seen arguably in any movie that, I, that I've, I've watched. Neo goes into the building, guns are blazing. Him and Trinity take out about... I'd say 20 to 30 soldiers go into the elevator to reach the top floor climb on top of the elevator plant a bomb in the elevator cuts the cord, elevator drops blows up the bottom of the building they get to the top get on a helicopter shoot their way out and they get Morpheus back Now while going to, at this point, they want to head back home and everybody makes it back except for Neo because the agent shoots the telephone that they were using to teleport back which leads into one of the best fight scenes ever between him and the agent. The agent actually catches up with him in room 303, the same room that the movie began with when Trinity was inside shoots Neo in the chest. Neo backs up, he shoots him I want to say about five to seven more times. His heart stops. Now at this time there are machines that are digging in to the spaceship where Morpheus and Trinity is, the Nebuchadnezzar And they can pull an EMP, the but they don't want to do it until Neo comes back because once they pull it, then Neo's dead for good. You now At this point, Trinity whispers in Neo's ear as he's sitting there on the table in the spaceship and tells him that there's no way he can be dead because The oracle told her that she would fall in love with the one, and she's in love with him. She kisses him on the cheek. Neo reawakes. He awakens. Gets up. The agents can't believe it. Now at this point, guys, he has fully been woken up, and he is a true and full believer of his abilities. It's such a beautiful sight because all three of the agents go to shoot at him and he stops the bullets. Goes back to what Morpheus was telling him earlier. Trying to tell me I can dodge bullets? There's gonna come a point in time you're not even gonna have to. He stops the bullets from hitting him. And now everything he's, he's seeing the agent move in slow motion. And then he decides to jump into the agent into the dark matter and goes inside of him and blows him up, killing him. So now at this point, Neo knows who he is. It's official. He is the one. Now at this point, he's reached his full potential. He knows exactly who he is and how powerful he is. We are all Neo. We are all at the cusp of realizing our own potential, our own power, who exact exactly who we are. Keep searching for it, guys. It's the whole one of the main reasons why I wanted to talk about this movie. Because we all have the potential to be great. We all have the potential to do things that at one point, we thought we impossible. Nothing is impossible. Guys, let's stop hiding. And let's start getting back to being amazing, being great, being full of confidence, full of hope, full of love. That's what it's all about. So the next time you watch this movie, or even if it's for the first time you're watching it, pay attention to it. If if you caught something I didn't Let me know about it This is the first of many Discussions we will have on this I will bring other people on this show So we can fully talk about it And have a real discussion about this movie And what everybody thinks of it And until then I wish everybody Nothing but peace Love and abundance And I hope This podcast Especially this episode Will help you wake up just a little bit We all we got, baby.
0: I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
1: Check out Sophia Stewart guys, Google her, she is the creator, also be on the lookout for that book, Matrix 4, Cracking the Genetic Code, it's amazing, peace, love and abundance.